0: Ah, ah, just sighing.
1: Just because I'm, well, I'm, I'm sighing because I. Firstly, we recorded this on a, a Monday morning, which is always. I feel like Monday morning is always like an intense day. I feel like if I was Prime Minister, I would say the weekend starts on a Saturday and finishes on a Monday evening, and so you'd have Monday off, and so your your week would begin on a Tuesday. So that's why I'm sighing that. But also, I'm sighing because I just had um had just the one of the coolest cats around on the podcast this guy is so what he's done in his life is incredible jason fox jason fox uh you probably know him best from sas who dares wins um he was marine he was in the sas he's done tours he's done everything he's wrapped his shit in cling film he told me and put it in his backpack because he had to do an op which it will be explaining this whole thing but it was unbelievable what this guy has been through but also One of the most humble kind of down to earth um, guys that I think I've met. You know, it's weird because you talk to people, you know, who from the military background who have been through war and experienced death and experienced all these kind of things. And you expect them to be a certain way. But he's so chilled and so kind of lives in the moment and doesn't really think too much about the past and the future and just a wicked guy. Um, we spoke a lot about mental health and things like that because he struggled with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, which is in his book, Battle Scars, which is out, which go and get it. It's insane. But yeah, this, this, I just really love this podcast. Um, it was quite an intense one. So letting you guys know now it was a nice intense one, but it has to be intense when we talk about these kind of things, but he was great. Uh, Francis isn't here because, um, he's down working in uh, the countryside at the moment so he couldn't make it but it was just me and Foxy together just hanging out like two lads well not very two lads he had like a coffee and I had a water not very laddish of us and I had uh, some porridge before I arrived anyway (laughs) enjoy the podcast Uh, this is one of my favourite it's so good Um, hope you enjoy it yeah here it is Jason Fox enjoy do you find um, the podcasts are quite intimate do you not think are are they yeah Yeah, they are but i like them but they're they're intimate because you're kind of just like especially if it's like a one-on-one podcast like this one is it feels like it's quite kind of an intimate situation what is a podcast who made who made up that word this is the thing i was thinking i don't know who but this is this is like who makes it but it sounds right for what it is Mm. you know what i mean did
2: they did they make it up
1: well, Apple yeah what well, do you think you think you could say Apple because we're just not going to be discussed because it's a brand I didn't know you know some I don't want to offend anyone <laughs> yeah we, only, no, but we like, only. can talk about nothing. because obviously they made iPods so did they come up with the podcast I think they must have done you see where I'm going with this but it's like all these things this is what I find about names right is that like if you think about something like um, like if someone said oh, I'm gonna start a company called Google you'd be like what what do you mean but then now yeah. but it sounds perfect right well,
2: it's, it's, it's its own thing now isn't it
1: yeah but that's why so it's like the same with podcasts who who thought of the name podcast or or also like you said what is a podcast is it like an audio book is it radio on demand i just mm. don't really know it's a
2: pod that's cast so, out to the masses <laughs> <laughs> but i don't get the pod bit anyway but anyway <laughs>
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Private Parts Podcast This is where we read the most intimate and of details of our lives Join me today, do you know, I'm so excited for this one I, I'm not even kidding you, I am no. Jason Fox, everybody Oh my, look, I don't know who I'm cheering to I'm cheering almost to myself <laughs> <sighs> hey, Do people go wild when they see you now? I think they do a little no. bit I think they do, man They don't You don't think so?
2: No one knows you, no one knows you man. They don't, I'll tell you what does happen sometimes Is someone will be like that did well, we they, go to school together? So and it's normally like an old seventy-year-old woman. I'm like, ah, no, we <laughs> fucking didn't. <thank laughs> do they do that? So you, so
1: you now walking down the street, you get recognised a little bit, though, right? A little bit, not not too much. But also, I suppose with like what what you've done and things like that, is that you, for some, you, you seem you're really like approachable. That's like super approachable, which I always find. Why? was What's those? So well, I don't know because because you were because you're known for like. Uh, you everyone knows you on television, S who dare's Wins and things like that and mm. um, being in the military. I suppose that would make me think that you wouldn't be approachable, but you're incredibly approachable. And and people do like coming up to you and talking to you, but maybe that's because they feel like they can talk to you about something. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I suppose. Um, most of the blokes that I know that I've worked with are the same. Really? Yeah, that everyone I don't know what I don't know what people expect. I think yeah. they expect like some mysterious individual that just Gives everyone deaf stares, but
1: but that's not the case. No,
2: nah, they're all like decent lads. They're all quite fun. Yes, they so do they do. There's, there's lads that you know. There's lads that care about what they wear and what they look like, and you know, some of them have had. I know. Mean, I used to give people shit for having hair straighteners. <laughs> I'd walk into someone. <laughs> no one do, had hair
1: straighteners. You're like 100. 100. percent See, they
2: did not have hair straighteners. The, and if the person that is, I'm on about is hearing this, he'll be like, ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this is the thing. Finally, you know, let's start from the very beginning, right? Because um, you joined the Marines at 16 years old, didn't you? Yeah, which is which is insane. Like going in, but you know, and I and I saw read this thing where, uh, well, you can explain it better. But you wanted to kind of impress your dad, right? Your dad was you. You looked up to your dad a lot, mm. and you thought that was why it would be a good thing to go into, wasn't that right?
2: Yeah, there was there was an element of that. I I, I also I I went to school. <laughs> I, went, I didn't do anything at school, but I did go to school and I didn't do very well, but it was in a plate. It was in Luton.
1: Lovely. I love Luton Airport. Do you? No, I, I fucking, hate it. I hate it. It's my most, it's, my, it's everyone's most hated airport, I think. That and like Stansted.
2: I spoke to someone the other day and they said, oh, I really love Luton Airport. I was like, I nearly banged them out. I was like, you're <laughs> fucking joking me. You can't. That's like ridiculous. I went there. I've only been there once and it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It was it was the worst thing I've ever done. It was that bad. It was my mate, and I, <laughs> my mate sorted me out the tickets because it was it was a work thing. Uh-huh. He said, "Oh, you're flying from Luton, and it was, I was going to the Isle of Man."
1: And you thought, I, "Luton private jet?" You're like, "This no, is what I'm going to do." Literally, be doing. it
2: was that shit that I bought my own ticket back to city, <laughs> and then just mugged off the flight back to Luton because it was horrendous. It was that yeah, bad. It was terrible.
1: Wait, so you so you went to school in Luton?
2: Yeah, just out yeah around that area.
1: Is that is there like just an there's basically just an airport and a school in Luton that's it that isn't well like.
2: there's a few factories and it's a it's a sprawling mass it's like an overflow from London apparently yeah it's not nice anyway that's I've, I go off on mega tangents but,
1: but you went so you went to school there and you weren't that good in school and things like that were you kind of a but you, were you what, what like a, a reckless kid were you kind of like one of those kids who just didn't care or what was it
2: I just wasn't good. Uh, uh, I wasn't academic. I enjoyed being out and about and doing like practical stuff but just sat in a classroom. I just didn't really apply myself.
1: Yeah, but this is my problem. This is my problem with school, right? And this is what I always get, like, is that okay, you know, at school I wasn't good at that either. I didn't apply myself either. But however and but however you, you know if you applied yourself to something, then you became good at it, right and the same as me if I apply myself to something yeah. I'm good at it and the problem with school is that you're you're shit at school if you're not good at maths mm. and you're you're not good at history and things like that, and that's like a completely wrong way to it doesn't really tee you up for no. further life it's narrow yeah in, in its, completely it's blinkered in it's
2: sort of if you don't if you're not good at the curriculum, then you're shit apparently yeah but that's quite a that's why there's a big problem with. Stuff nowadays in the inner city is because most kids are probably like that. Well, I'm being told I'm shit at everything, so I must be shit at everything. But actually, they're probably decent people and they probably know how to hold a conversation. And yeah, do you know what I mean?
1: But you weren't told you were shit at things, were you? Or, or, or do you just think you were just shit at it? I
2: just didn't really do that well. I didn't get great, well, I didn't get any qualifications so to speak it, you was, not, it, was, it was always the same you know if only he applied himself yeah yeah, the same,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> if only you gave me something I wanted to fucking apply myself <laughs> to then
1: <laughs> so you just didn't so you were just like you couldn't be bothered with work You, what, you what was your focus then what did you like to do because every kid like was it chasing girls was it like being doing like uh, sports was it
2: A bit of sport chasing girls but I wasn't very good at that um,
1: what the sport or the chasing girls
2: both <laughs> 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 um it was yeah i suppose it was mainly just the sport i really enjoyed uh-huh. um i just didn't you know don't i don't i'm no good at maths I hate, numbers freak me out i did enjoy geography what i, I, en- I just enjoyed a <laughs>
1: random one you, you <laughs> do you like because it was like it was capitals because like I... <laughs> <laughs> you, you liked yeah. all the erosion rock or whatever it is they talk about well, it
2: just talks about the world and traveling and you know there's other places outside of luton that's, I suppose that's one of the other reasons I joined the military, just to get out and about.
1: Well, do you think that's what it is? Because maybe, maybe you then had this like obsession with like, travel and things like that, and so you you wanted to, you thought there was like a bigger world out there. Yeah. So you you wanted to go and experience it. Yeah. But were you not one of those kids who just thought you were destined for greater things?
2: <laughs> I don't know. not? <laughs> do I didn't, you not think I didn't that? see it like that. No. I don't think about stuff too much. So I just live in the moment a lot.
1: But that's a really kind of good way to be, because I think then a lot of people start to overthink things, Mm. and when you overthink things, that's when sort of like issues. Like I was as a kid, I was such an overthinker, Mm. like overthought everything. So like whether it was like, but I, but also I had so much pressure on me growing up that I had to like. My brother was like a a super clever guy, so he was like getting all the exams and doing all the great things of that, and and also me growing up, it was about all about academic. Academia. If you, if you mm. weren't clever, then you weren't achieving anything. So I very much felt that I was just useless. Mm. That's what I felt growing up. And so I, then I had to find my path. And that's when I went and joined Made in Chelsea, because it was more of like a rebellion thing, I suppose. Oh, uh, really? I think it no. was. Yeah, I think I wanted to, to rebel. How slightly. did you get into it? Well, they basically wanted to do a TV show where uh, they wanted to call it Smokers. Right. Which was about... I think I've
2: met the woman that created it.
1: You would have met you would have met a girl called Sarah Dillistone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was one of the beginning people. And they found a, they basically went to different clubs in London and found a group of people partying and said, do you guys want to do that? And I, at the beginning they said, do you want to be followed? You're posh, do you want to be followed with a camera? I thought, that's a pile of shit. I don't. <laughs> I have no ways I want to do that. And then what happened was, is that it then became popular. And I was like, well, I don't want to go and get a... A proper job i don't i didn't want to go and work in the city and things i want hmm. to do something completely different and so I, I decided to go and do it but it's probably the same as you because when you you weren't getting your exams and that so you then did you think that the military was the only way to kind of escape or what was it
2: yeah i think it was the only thing i had basically fucked everything up so i was like right well this is the, i've got to do something i've got to get a job this yeah, is- but what do you
1: mean fucked everything up you were like 16 years old though yeah
2: exactly but Just- i hadn't really jacked myself up with anything that could lend itself to get a job some and in, in any other industry it wasn't yeah. you know what i mean i didn't feel and i figured that i'd throw all my eggs into one basket so i was like oh, right, i'll join the military hope this works out and it did work out
0: when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online That's stamps.com code program. But
1: was it, was it, you, you hear all of all of these like stories and things like that at the beginning where it's, it's like, you know, it's going into the ultimate, like, uh, the ultimate, like hard man school. You'll get, it's, it's tough, right? You're thrown in there and you're, you have to kind of pick and choose what you say and what you do at the beginning, right? Or is that not the case?
2: It, you I didn't really know what I was letting myself in for really yeah I sort of I was quite I was physically fit enough Uh but that wasn't that wasn't the issue the issue was like looking after myself so being able to administer yourself so like clean your clothes hang them up to dry iron them fold them up neatly all that stuff was what was what freaked me out I couldn't I wasn't I wasn't able to do it in a timely manner so I was always late I was always getting in the shit I'd be on the phone to my mum crying and that's and, and and all the other bits were all were fine like being mucking around in the mud being a soldier running around that
1: was okay yeah
2: I loved that stuff it's all the it's the bullshit that goes with being in the military that does my head in
1: yeah but is 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 that is the bullshit stuff the stuff that's meant to like Teach you to, it's, dis- yeah. it's the discipline, and right, discipline, which is the most yeah. important thing. So supposedly. it is
2: important, but it was essentially once I, you know, I, I did obviously eventually get my head around it. But, you know, at first that was the bit that nearly tripped me up because I didn't have my mum helping me.
1: Yeah, but I I think that's why it's it's weird. It's so funny. This is what I think happens as you grow. I remember because I went to a boarding school, right, where everything is done for you. Like you you have your, and it's, a, it's like the boarding school is a bit like the army in the sense where yeah, you yeah. you get like you're told to wake up at this time, you're told to go to bed at this time, you're told to eat at this time, you're told to train at this time, and you have to make your bed and stuff like that. But everything was done for me and so therefore when I came out of schools and things like that, and I started living my own life I didn't realize that oh if I didn't pay a bill on time that was gonna be or if I didn't do this and that was a real big struggle f- for me but in the military what happens is that you you're kind of you're taught to survive on yourself right it- you
2: are but then everything is still done for you so like I left six years ago and that was a massive wake-up call because obviously uh- I didn't have to do tax returns it was done for me yeah so nothing I would get I would get a memo saying you need to go and visit the dentist I didn't even have to pay for the dentist so I'd just go to the dentist because I was told I had to Yeah, yeah. and the doctors and everything else and everything's done for you and then you come out and the next thing you know it's a big world and out and the,
1: the, the, there's a, suddenly a, a world out there right yeah. and that's there's a tax well. man out there as well <laughs> fucking hell yeah. I know but this is the thing right so you're, you're 16 years old you're you're like god I don't really know what to do um, I haven't got a clue but I'm going to go and join the military just because whatever so you decide to join the marines yeah. and but the marines as notoriously know is like the most hardcore it's the marines and the parrots as in from an outsider looking in that's what you know yeah. right? you know marines parrots and then you go on to SAS and you know there's like the sort of three Hardest things to do, right? So, why are you picking the Marines then? Why don't you go into like the Scots Guards or something? Um,
2: the Scots Guards are all right
1: as well. Are they all right? Let's, let's not diss them. No. <laughs> my dad was in the Scots oh, was, Guards, yeah. Yeah, but he got kicked out because oh. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't really like it because right. he just didn't do anything. All got, and my stepdad was in uh 1520s, 1020s, 1420s, mm, 15, I don't know, something right. like that. But why did you pick the Marines
2: because uh, my dad was in them. Oh, really, yeah, so that was the, that. There was another influencing factor
1: mm-hmm.
2: him telling a couple of stories. And I figured, well, if I'm going to do something, I better go and do the same sort of thing as him, otherwise, he's going to give me shit for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah, but is that because you want to like impress your dad, or were you just yeah,
2: probably? I wanted to prove to him that I was good enough to do that sort of stuff. Sounded fun,
1: but what, what, because you, because you didn't think you were good enough, or what was it because you didn't you, you felt like you hadn't impressed him, or what was it? No, I don't know, because know. Because I think that's what a lot of people have sometimes where, you know, with my dad, I had a, so my parents divorced when I was eight years old and my dad was all about, um again, being academic. So he paid for my school education. So my boarding school. Mm-hmm. And therefore, if I didn't get good grades, I wasn't like, I, he, he didn't really, he didn't really appreciate what I was doing, even though I was like captain of sports and things like mm. that. So I very much felt throughout my life until I was about 18 years when I try had to have to... To, to sort of make him happy in a sense so I was trying to do things in order to make him proud which is a weird yeah, concept yeah I think
2: that I, I'd say that's the same as me I probably wanted to make my dad proud he was, he was like a role model for me I always looked up to my dad so I wanted to make him proud yeah I suppose that's one another main reason
1: but then but then what happens when you so give me a little taste of it so what happens when you first go into the marines <laughs> you're are you is it like a boarding school sense where you don't go home you're just there yeah. and they go right here you go so you do, basically,
2: you go to the careers office. So I went to the careers office, and there's some stuffy colour sergeant, they call them. It's yeah. a rank. And he's like, you know, I say, okay, you want to join the Marines? All right, we'll get on that pull-up board and see how many pull-ups you can do. And I think, I can't remember how many I did, not that many. And he's like, right, okay, we need to improve that. Now you need to go and sit down and you do a test. Then what you do is you go, out, you go to Limpston, which is where they do the training down near Exmouth in yeah. Devon. You do a, I think it's four days called, it, you, it, you, when I did it, it, was called a potential recruits course. It's now called a potential raw Marines course. You go down there, you just get fucking fragged for four days. And it's oh like, God. and then at the end of it, you either pass or you fail and I pass. And then they give you a date for when you join and you start your 30 weeks training. Or it's now 32 weeks. I, I did a couple of weeks in.
1: 32 weeks of training? Yeah. And every then, single day
2: yeah every day, yeah we couple sundays you off fucking <laughs> joking
1: what are you doing running up and down mountains and just like doing things like that
2: sort of yeah the first the first so you, you turn up they they've got their own train station you stop you get off and there's a bloke there waiting for you you then get marched up the up the hill into the base, straight to the hairdresser well, he's not a hairdresser he's a fucking lunatic with a set of shears he just, just takes all your hair off cuts it short and then um, and then you get given so much kit, you don't know what to do with it, and then you get shown how to... You, literally, you get shown...
1: You are just basically learning to swim. Yeah, you get walked into
2: the shower block, and a bloke comes in and with nothing on, and then shows you how to wash everything. And I was like, what ah, the fuck's going on here? <laughs> see, but there are people out lying. there. You're <laughs> lying. It's 100%, this is the truth. But uh, uh, I was like, why are we getting... Sh- I, I know how to wa-. But there are people out there that don't. There's people. What? There's people that join the. There's people that join the military who have had their mums washing them.
1: No, man, come on. <laughs> it's true. No way. That just can't be. There's. There's no way. It's true. It's a true so, story. What? So you So you're arriving there, but then. You
2: get taught everything from scratch. Brushing teeth, everything.
1: You don't get taught. Come on, the, the, the basics. There's no way you can't be told to eat your food and brush your teeth and things. Not like that. Not eat your food, but, the, but you get
2: taught. You know, you get taught how. You, literally, you get taught how to wash every bit of your body.
1: That's such a weird <laughs> scenario. Like, like, that's. But it's like, not like they
2: don't. They, they could do it, and they could do it as a theory lecture, but they don't. They, it's a practical. You like
1: someone walks in and's like, ah, da da fuck is that <laughs> what the hell is it going picture, to the d- picture le- paints a thousand words but then okay so then you, you do your 30 week thing or what 32 one now and you you yeah. do that and you at the end of that because you're probably not thinking in your head are you thinking well, right this is my career this is what i want to do or are you just kind of going just with it you're like all right i've just done now 30 bit,
2: weeks bit of both it's definitely a career it's a life really, really? yeah it takes so it is it's everything yeah
1: but why but why is the life and i think this is what I, this is what i find so interesting about um you know people who go into the military and things like that is that you always everyone always says it is it's a life and it's a career and it's all this and that but but what is it about it that becomes you have such a connection and such kind of like a uh, there's such camaraderie and, and everything like that within it. W- why is there that? Is it because you're doing everything together all the time? Or what I think is it? so,
2: yeah. I think it's different for different people. Some people don't enjoy it, and they won't stay long and they'll go. Yeah. But for me, I enjoy. I enjoyed... I didn't, like I said, I didn't enjoy all the pomp and ceremony that goes with being in the military, so I didn't enjoy all the parades and fucking polishing my boots and brassoing yeah. me, all the bits and pieces you need to do. Yeah. But I enjoyed being a soldier like living out in the sticks and crawling around in dirt and
1: see that's what everything I would hate I would I would I would literally <laughs> hate to go crawling around in the dirt and like but I don't understand what what in you makes you like all that kind of stuff is it the adventure of it I suppose yeah I mean it's not it's it's
2: difficult it's weird trying to understand why you like it because when you're in it you're like ah, this is shit yeah but there is a sense of achievement when you do stuff you know when you've sat in a hole with, for two weeks with your mates watching a building shitting into clean film <laughs> stuff like that
1: set up No, you don't do that yeah you do you so can't... when you're doing like an ambush or something like that you're just you're, you're or whatever it is or you're waiting you're you're or you're doing like a what is it called when you're watching something that's what you have to that's do a, that's
2: called an op an observation post it okay so, so break
1: this down quickly so someone says to you right you need to go out here for two weeks mm. so you look you'll look for it
2: so say you're watching something it uh-huh. doesn't matter what it is you, you you'll go and do what is called an op you get taught it when you're in training you go find a location you can you can do it different ways you can do one where you like sort of cut your way into a hedge and then you cut the inside of a hedge out and you live inside the hedge so you know you're hidden or you can dig a hole in the ground and you there's ways of doing it. you can live underground with little holes and you're watching people but once you're in you're in so you always go in at night and you establish yourself and then once you're in you're in so you can't come out because obviously the the baddies might be able to see you
1: for how long are you there?
2: Well, you, uh, you can be anything, any time. You know, any protracted amount of time. You no, know. Foxy, it's so like, not like a year. No, like that. no, not a year. No, <laughs> but you're like, there for like course. two weeks. You could be there for two weeks, yeah.
1: Shitting into, into film, yeah.
2: wrapping it up and then putting in the top of your rock
1: sack. <laughs> it's true. You don't believe me, do you? I, I think I do. Yeah, but I find it just so. It, it, but I just, I think what. Okay, this is what. This is what I find like just amazing. Is that that's what you're doing for two weeks and you're and you're looking after and protecting people. And I will wake up in the morning and I'll complain that I have a spot on my forehead. Do you do you know what I mean? Like in a sense, and like people yeah, that still happens as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's just, you know, or, or I can complain because I have to take a four-hour car journey to Manchester to go and do something. I'll be like, oh God, that's been annoying. But you're doing that, you're sitting in these places doing that for for two weeks. Mm. What do you think about when you're doing something like that? How do you let your mind wonder you sort. Of, well you're you're in you're in the moment
2: yeah. You're thinking about you know you, you just you go back to proper basics you're like oh, right what am I going to be eating for lunch what's in the ration pack and you get it out you're like ooh, bacon and beans and you just you know you, you you mull over stuff you'll be chatting to the lads about stuff that's going on relationships no it's no different to anything else you're just doing something that's slightly odd
1: yeah, but also, but but is it not scary as well?
2: It can be. Yeah, you get you, you sort of are also very aware of what's going on around you, and you you know. But they, you sort of talk about all that other stuff in the peripheries, but actually, you know, you're focusing on what it is you're supposed to be looking at, and you know, you're making sure that you write, you know. You're writing writing down, it all down, writing out down all the information. Yeah, taking pictures and all that sort of
1: stuff. Okay, thing. so you're in this place for like two weeks, and you're doing an op, yeah. and you're watching it. And then, then how does someone get you out? Do you get radio? Does someone come up to you? Does someone climb and say, "Right, that's it, boys," and nothing's happened for two weeks? But you then no, swap you, over. You, the,
2: it naturally becomes something that you either continue. You know, you're like, right, right, we've gained as much information as we can." So then you wait until the not dark hours, and then you'll you'll extract.
1: <laughs> That's
2: the the correct terminology for it. Is
1: is that what it is, dude? This is insane. I just find it just so. And also, do you know it's it's probably it's probably irritating for you, not irritating, but you, I, you get asked the same questions, and people come up to you, and they'll want to ask the same stories and the same things, and over and over again. But it's because it's such a separate, it's such a different world. Yeah, it's
2: it's fine. I don't mind. I quite. It's got like now talking about it. I probably. It's quite fun because I think back and I'm like, oh,
1: yeah, I remember when we did that. Mm-hmm. So, wait, so then you're, you're, you're six and you've done your 30-week course and you've done your things. What happens after that? Do you then go, right, you're now a Marine? Yeah. So you, you then say, okay, here's your badge. You're now a Marine. Uh, right, let's get to work. Because it, what happens when they say, right, let's get to work? What happens on a daily basis? Do you know what I mean? Um, so It's not like you're going into I, an office every day, is it? No. You, so I...
2: I went and joined a unit. So there's a few yeah. different units around and each unit has a, is about 600 guys. Mm-hmm. So I joined my unit and you sort of just start training to be, you, you, st- you actually start learning more then than you did in training because your hair's on fire in training. You're like, what the hell's going on here? And you yeah. just do what you need to do to get through. You're just trying to impress. You're just trying to do anything it, to get exactly, through. Exactly, yeah. And then once you're in, then you start to actually learn the stuff that you were trying to learn in training because it's a little, it's slowed down slightly. Uh, You you know you you live with the lads. I lived in an accommodation block Mm -hmm. in in Taunton.
1: Quite nice. Love Taunton. Yeah, yeah, Taunton's very (laughs) nice. So nice. (laughs)
2: It's a market town.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Boring.
2: (laughs) No, it's not. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) It's actually quite good on the piss. this always is like a Devon, isn't it it's yeah, all yeah. laid out it's, it's somerset is it somerset it's, somerset, it's just torrenton yeah. but so then you're you're doing that and so you're you're then training but what is your because your fitness is probably at a peak right so you, you yeah. can't really get any fitter than what you are yeah you can go and go on runs and things like that and do a little bit of that but what is the main thing you're trained as a marine what are they training you towards so every single day they're going right we need to work well, you'll on that. go and
2: do different things you know you you'll learn how to operate in lots of different environments uh-huh so you'll go to norway and you'll learn how to operate in the extreme cold weather you'll go to the you know somewhere in the middle east or the or the states and learn about living in an arid country you know the desert you'll go to the jungle you'll learn how to operate in the jungle you should, so you're basically learning how to everyone thinks it's about fighting it's not the fighting yeah. bits quite small it, although you concentrate on that the most it's more about how you look after yourself in those environments it's it's, It's
1: survival right
2: uh, yeah you do do a bit of survival and you concentrate on that but it's more about like living in the jungle the biggest thing there is just washing yourself make you know keeping on top of your personal admin so your boots don't fall apart your kit doesn't fall apart and you can still operate and then you go out and fight
1: really yeah yeah so that's
2: soldering is basically looking after yourself
1: to your best abilities. So yeah. you can, so you so you can, can so you survive can, and keep yeah. going and, and, and you, can, you can be ready to fight at any time. Yeah. But what, what is okay, fine, What When you've done all those different terrains and things like that, when you've done like Norway the cold and you've done the jungle, you've done the heat, you know, what is the worst terrain to, to be in and trying to push on forward when, you don't, when you're just sort of trying to get through it?
2: I mean, it's difficult that one because they all have their own little epics. The jungle's pretty, the jungle's hard.
1: See, I would think that it's, that's not bad. It's kind mm. of a bit, like, tropical. It's quite nice.
2: Everything wants to kill you. <laughs> e- <laughs> even the trees. There's, <laughs> there's these trees, they call them They call them bastard trees. And they've got, like, barbed things. And you literally, you get caught in there and you're like... Aah! It's just tearing things off you. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. There's like, you know, everything's out there to get you. I've been stung by scorpions, like, God knows how many times. I've been stung on my ball back. No, you haven't. <laughs> by <laughs> yeah. a scorpion? Yeah, a little one. Crawled D- in. Did
1: it blow up, your ball back? <laughs> Did it not?
2: No, no, it what I just hurt. It felt like a hot pin.
1: What do you do? Do you have to go, someone have to suck out the poison? What happens? <laughs> is that what happens? No, no, I just left it. It was fine. That, see, see, all these kind of things, you just leave it. Oh, I, well, see, keep, this is what I don't yeah. get. I honestly, I had a, I had a bite on my arm the other day, and I thought it got infected, so I went to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat in the hospital trying oh, to get it fixed. So you
2: thought the jungle would be good. You'd have a mare, honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, what?
1: But what about the desert? I would say the desert would be way worse than saying that like the jungle. Jungle, at least you've got water and stuff like that. Desert's, Desert's
2: dry. It's just it's hot. It's annoyingly hot. But yeah. It's all right.
1: And cold's fine as well?
2: I like the cold. Yeah. You the like cold. the cold? Well, it's, it's, as long as it's a, like a dry cold, yeah. not like, not, not here cold. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the UK's renowned for being pretty crap. But like Norway in, in, in January is like crisp. So it's, is clear, is yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's that clear it's that clear cold so it's a bit not, nicer, yeah.
1: but then okay but then what I find interesting right so you've done all your training you're you you're you're in your your sort of um six hundred person sort of what is it called a reg not regiment a, it,
2: well in the marines it's called a commando unit so your unit yeah
1: and uh you're kind of just going for it and then what what is, is was there a moment when they suddenly go right guys we we're, we're going on, we're going out we're going on tour we're we're doing this we've been called well, it, took, into it, it
2: took a while from, if you I I spent about nine years in the marines. Basically, traveling the world, playing sport, and getting drunk—it was, it was that fun. That sounds amazing. I mean, it was awesome. That it sounds really amazing. Yeah, had some great times. Yeah, but um, because
1: there was nothing to, there was nothing going well, there on.
2: There wasn't really that much. There was, it was, it was at the time when Ireland was going on, but that was sort of slowing down, and I just it happened that I missed tours to that part of the world. Yeah, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. It used to be hectic and quite busy and quite hard, but you know, obviously, it it it. It sort of stopped, really. Yeah. And then, and then, what happened was I was getting a little bit. I was getting. A, I didn't know whether I wanted to stay in the military. So this was like at the nine ten year point, and I thought, well, I enjoy being a soldier, but I hate all the crap that goes with it. So I figured, well, if I'm going to stay in the military, I'm going to join this. I might as well try and join the special forces because I enjoy the soldiery bit.
1: Do you know? But, what I'm so it's not like that; it's just so funny because it's just. I think this is just it sums you up as and it's such a magical way to be because i don't think you really because you sort of just go well i'm just six i might i'm not pretty sure anything i'll just go into the marines and i'm I'm quite good at this (laughs) and you get through it and you're like yeah okay fine and then you say nine years ago might as well try the special forces you know whatever i'll just go and give it a go Uh, but do you know how it like there's no like you said before at the beginning which is so interesting you don't overthink things and possibly that's your superpower is the fact that you just feel like you can just go and do it yeah so you spent nine yeah. years then you thought you'd go into the special forces.
2: Well, I think yeah, I thought, I figured I'd give it, a, give it a crack.
1: Okay, so um, what happens then? So you well, then hard. it was hard. <laughs> How hard? Go it on, tell
2: hard. me. Uh, um, so yeah, we're not giving too much away. Because
1: um, you can't, you can't say, you, you can't, start, say, things you can't say
2: too much. But you know, you start. I, I think I, It was in, it was in the winter. Is in January.
1: Can I turn just up. sorry? Can I just sorry folks. Can I go when they when you say you can't say things? And I get that there's like a code and things like that. Is is it is that? Is it like a is it like a contract you have to sign? It, or is it just a code? It's a code that you have. There's an no, no. unwritten thing. It was,
2: it, no, it's a, con, it's, a con, it's a bit of paper. Oh, there actually yeah, is. Yeah.
1: Oh, so it's not just like a bond between like
2: no, land. No, no, oh, there's no. actually a thing there's, that you can't say. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of paper. So there's lots of different things I can't talk about, but sure. there's there's ways that I can talk about stuff. So like you know, so you it's ter- January. You, you turn up in, on you know in January into Wales, and the first thing you do actually, you turn up on a. I can't remember what day it was. I think it was a Saturday. But the first thing you do is on the Sunday morning. Okay. And it's a run with a... carrying a rucksack for bloody eight miles or whatever it is. And, it's, and the rucksack's it's quite, heavy. It's isn't? heavy, yeah, yeah. And it's hard work. But in my infinite... Wit, in my... I don't know. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea, but me and a few lads went on the piss.
1: the 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 night night before before, yeah perfect yeah
2: yeah. honestly horrendous (laughs) it was horrendous did did the eight mile run and then just vomited vomited while you're doing it but yeah then that was the start of my selection course
1: and then the selection course goes on for how long for a few same as marines type thing about
2: six months is it yeah so you sort of the first four weeks are just you i think there was 350 people
1: started mine and um, all say so all starting it together, three hundred fifty people. Yeah, and and selection process happens what every once a year or every six months. Every six months, twice a year. Twice a year. Yeah. So you go right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sign up for this. You turn up there. There's three hundred fifty people, and then they start like GI jones style. They start whittling it down. Yeah, they don't. It, there's no no one shouts.
2: You're not. You don't. The, that's, the, that's the thing about it is like there's no one there shouting at you. There's no one there telling you you're doing a good job or you're doing a shit job there's there's, it's like it is even even more yeah so on the when you're running over the mountains and what have you every day you go and you go off and you spend five to eight hours running over the mountains navigating your way through whatever and then you never know whether it's you've you've made the time because everything's timed obviously you don't know what the times are they never tell you you just go you can try you you can can try and work it out you don't know where you're going do you ever watch or no yeah yeah you have a watch but what you get you 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 turn up at a start point and there'll be someone will be like that and you and you go off and there's different routes different you know no one goes in the same direction you're on your own and someone and one of the ds the directing staff will be like that right say there'll be like fox so i'm like they're like right show me where you are on the map so i show him and he goes right where you you're now going to such and such a grid show me where that is is that gone then and no. that's and off you go, and then you meet, and when sh- if you get to that place, there'll be someone else telling you where to go next. You never know where exactly you're going, and when the finish is. Then you'll come in at the, you, you'll finish it at some point. You'll get, and you'll get driven back. You get in the back of an army train right? You get driven back, and then you don't know whether you've passed. But what happens is you go in for your evening meal in the canteen, and there's a big list of names. And if you've got a red na- red mark next to your name, you just go in, pack your kit, and fuck off. No one says anything. Fuck what? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. That is the most intense thing I've ever heard. So yeah. that, that's literally the process how it happens.
2: Yeah, no one's shouting at you. No one's screaming and shouting. It's all very grown up. And then basically... And also, then so and if, then, you,
1: if you get that ready, you're like, well, what have I done wrong? And no, the, well, you didn't this, make the
2: time. That's it, you go on. You just go back to you, go back to whatever.
1: Go back to whatever you were doing yeah, before? Yeah. So, okay, so you're, you're then doing this and slowly, bit by bit, you're, you start with 350 people and bit by bit, they're being whittled down. And then what, what, how many people did you get to at the end when you were doing your one?
2: I think it was, I think it was either eight, eight or ten so
1: there's it's literally like
2: yeah it's pretty it's hard work
1: so if you have like a camera in the room just solely it's people just disappearing one by one and just yeah. left with you guys in there yeah and does it get harder and harder as it goes along ah uh, it's you just not diff- say? it's
2: just different it's like the, the biggest the the hardest thing on the whole thing mm-hmm. is is your own brain because you're always like over analyzing yourself you are like, fuck, am I, am I doing well or you'll do something you'll everyone fucks up everyone makes yeah, mistakes yeah. Is how you come back from those mistakes and how you react to them. So uh, you'll see some people who do something, and we all make the same mistakes, really. But you'll see some people are like, oh my god, that's it, I failed, I failed, and they'll take themselves off the course. Yeah. When actually they all they needed to do is stay on and just forget about that, not do it again, but just you know m- use it in a positive way.
1: But that's the thing, I suppose that that the kind of like selection process is all about the mental strength, right? It's about how mentally how you can get yourself through different situations. Yeah. But do you think, and then when you, I suppose that sort of leads on to the things, and I know you can't really talk about things this, but it's obviously, for someone who's never been a part of it, it's interesting. There's obviously been situations for you which have been super scary yeah and 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 intimidating and i you know and i i saw i spoke to someone once who just said you just sort of set you separate your mind from it and so you just go right we're just doing it this is what we do every day and we get into it is that what you used to do as well is that what it kind of taught you to do separate from the pain and the worry and the fear and all that kind of stuff
2: yeah it's a coping mechanism but if you think about it So for nine years, I was in the Marines and didn't see any combat, really. But I was training to do it. So what's happening is I'm learning how to do a skill. I'm learning about a job. But at the same time, subconsciously, in the back of my head, I'm preparing myself. I'm conditioning my mind to be in shit situations. Mm -hmm. So then when it does happen, it's not a real, it's not a big deal. There's lots and lots been. I've done it over and over and over and over again. It doesn't really bother me. It's only, obviously, it did at one point, you know, because I...
1: But you're I've, used to it now because this has happened loads of times. You're yeah. not used to it, but you're, you are you understand the process that's yeah, happening. It's, it's,
2: it's, it's, you've been getting yourself... You're preparing yourself, even though you don't think you are, but mentally you are preparing yourself to, to be in a shit situation. So when it is... When it does... When the obvious hits the fan, you're all like, okay, you know, that's what we need to do, and, you know, you just get on with it.
1: And And... Again, I I don't know what you can and can't say, but uh, has can you can you describe a moment where it there's been a moment where you've gone, all right, this is actually pretty real right now? Has there been? Yeah, there's one.
2: There's been uh, there's a moment that I I have spoken about in the past, and um, it was like it's not like it was I had not been in that sort of situation before. It was just it was the moment that I suddenly it was it was the it was the probably the straw that broke the camel's back for me and I'm like lying in a ditch getting shot at and I can remember already found out that there was yeah someone had died on the ground like literally a few seconds before I didn't know who but I was lying in this ditch and you know I'm a senior guy as well changing my magazine and I suddenly had this overwhelming emotion pass through me which was I wanted to be 10 years old again and at home with my mum. Which was a weird situation to find myself in. It was. Like, it would have been a fleeting. It was like seconds that it that I was thinking of that. But it, all it was was I was shit scared.
1: Yeah, but that's because you know you, you you what you're doing there is mentally you're going back to that place where you feel protected most. Yeah. And you feel n- and normality and safety yeah, and suddenly yeah. and and do you know what is so true fox is that you know it, it's all sort of. It's wrong phrase but all fun and games until it becomes real but, it, but it, do you know what i mean it, it, it is you know you got it was you didn't for, for no. you it was just training and stuff like and then when something becomes so real like that it's like oh but my that, god but
2: that that moment i can visualize and talk about that was towards the end of my career i'd already been doing that for years it really just, yeah yeah i was already i was happy with it i enjoyed it you you you,
1: you. But how, <clears> I, this what I get, how can you right try and explain why, why
2: why do you enjoy it you don't yeah. you don't enjoy it it there's it's all the other things that go with it so the fact that i'm with a bunch of guys that i can trust implicitly with my life is a good feeling mm-hmm. and they're not my best not all of them are my best mates you don't need to be best mates but just knowing that there's an individual either left or right on me or in front or behind that you is a is a fucking good bloke mm. it's a it's a nice feeling yeah and you belong to something that was hard to get into so there's a bit there's a bit of queued off there so it's 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 more the other things it's it's not that i necessarily it's not necessarily that i enjoy getting shot at i don't it's it's the bits that come with it
1: (sighs) this is why i love you man oh my god it's so (laughs) freaking hey dude listen stick around for part two because um, i got so many more questions for you and i got my diary see you in part two everybody